Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Bezash Hashem, BPM number 38. That's Bias Panini for Men, Shear number 38. And we're going to give one more Shear on this um, topic that is hard to listen to, hard to give, um, but it is transformative. If you make a Cheshman HaNefesh and you look yourself in the mirror and you acknowledge that there are aspects of this list here, of ways that you may have hurt your wife in deep ways without you even realizing it, without you even meaning it, that created this rift between the two of you. And sometimes you don't understand where it came from. And in reality, it comes from hurting her in these ways. And when you learn how to correct it, when you learn how to do tshuva for it, and when you learn how to reverse these behaviors, to do the opposite of this, it transforms the, the marriage. And again, the analogy that we mentioned in the last year is a very, very good analogy. It's similar to a plant that needs its proper soil, its proper sunlight, its proper water in order to thrive. And if you hold back those elements from a plant and you expect it to grow, you're being very unrealistic. And the same thing over here. If you don't give your wife that that soil, that sunlight, that water of a plant, that's her, to grow, then she will wither. And very often her withering, we think it's her towards me. She's misbehaving. She's not behaving properly. She's doing something wrong. And very often we are the cause of it without even realizing it. And we're going to just go through some more of these aspects. Around 72, it says being too busy with work and activities. Now, this one is a little complicated because very often we are indeed an oinus. person has to do his ishtadlis, his achiev to do ishtadlis, and he has to go out for parnosa, and it's very, very complicated very often. The workforce is very, very complicated. And sometimes the wife realizes it herself when she herself does part-time work or full-time work outside the home. But even whether she is or she isn't, and he is too, it's complicated to find that healthy balance. Work is important and other things are important, but uh, if you're too busy to spend time with your wife, you'll drift apart. Or not showing compassion or understanding for her or for the children when there's a real need to show that compassion. Or being stingy with money. Or... Other things here, he writes, which I don't want to go into, the Averis that husbands do, um, sometimes fall into, whether it's um, in the sexual realm or other areas that deeply affect his relationship with his wife. If someone is watching things he shouldn't watch, looking at things he shouldn't look at, and his wife may not even know about it, but your relationship with her is closed off and you don't even realize it, so she feels that distance and may behave negatively towards you. And very often you think, you know, why is she doing this? Why is she so mean? Why is she so distant? In reality, your own behaviors of looking elsewhere or looking at things you shouldn't look at created this rift, and she has that beanie savior to understand that. For, you know, putting money pressure on her, and not being gentle with her, 
You need to be strong sometimes, and that's what many women need. That's what they need from their husbands. But you also need to have a gentleness as well, together with that strength. The rare combination of having gentleness and strength at the same time. That's what she truly needs. She needs to feel secure in your strength, but she needs to feel that she can always come over to you and not be afraid and appreciate your gentleness. That gentleness can heal marriages. That gentleness is that soil, that sunlight, that water that makes the plant thrive. This is what makes your wife thrive, by being gentle with her and being kind with her. And you allow her, you don't make fun of her femininity. A woman has certain characteristics as a, as a female, and very often we, the male aspects, not understanding it or being callous about it, or, you know, making fun. And it could be cute as a bacher, although it's distasteful there too. We talked very often about sheva brachas and eifrufs, where people talk insensitively about these things, but they could be very, very hurtful. And not telling her how important she is to you, there are times that you need to do that, to show hakar satayv, I love you and I appreciate you and you have special qualities and I'm blessed to be married to you. And I appreciate all the gifts that you give me. And you send her letters, you send her emails, you send her texts to remind her of this, sticky notes, whatever it is, to show how much karsatayv you have and how you're thinking about her and how you love her. And remember her anniversary, remember her birthday. And also... It's very important, the non-sexual touch in the Torah period, to put your arms around her, hug her when she needs it, and, and, and give her warmth, both verbally and physically. Very, very important. And it's, it's important to keep giving her chizik, like we said, to realize she, by her, when you look at her, it's handled with care. Like that's stamped on her forehead. That's very important. I, I heard this in, in various books and various places. It's a good idea to think about. She should be handled with care. She's a human being with sensitivity, with a lot of insecurities like everyone else. And we need to treat her with care and we need to treat her with respect. If you look down at her, you don't try to look for her potential. That could be hurtful. When you see her potential, she becomes elevated by it. When she sees you love her for who she is, she'll become elevated by it. She sees your smile, she'll be elevated by, her, by it. And you don't criticize her, not straight and not behind her back either. This is one of the most extremely painful things that you could do for your wife when she hears about criticism, that you criticize her to somebody else. It's very, very hurtful. There are rare matzavim, there are some matzavim, where, um, you know, you're in a dilemma about a particular matziv, and you have to talk it over, but again, you talk it over with an objective third party, a rav, a marriage counselor, a therapist that has confidentiality, and... You look through the Hilchas Lashon Hara, and if it's a Tayelis, sometimes that has a purpose. But other than that rare occasion, with that specific person, for the specific idea of 
getting the help you need in the marriage, no, you don't have a right to do that. To criticize her, not in front of her, and certainly not to your children, but not to anyone else, not to your relatives that don't particularly care for her, it makes no difference. You don't criticize her behind her back. And you don't blame her for things in the relationship that are clearly your fault. Very often they do, people, husbands tend to do this. They blame her for things that are not her fault. Or you're not aware that she has physical limitations. You're upset that her, the husband, the, 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 that, that the house is a little disorganized or that the supper wasn't done on time or she didn't handle the kids in the best possible way. Be, be aware that she's a human being. She has physical limitations like every, everyone else and emotional limitations. And she had a hard day. And to be patient with that, not get angry, Khalila. And don't have unrealistic expectations that you have in your head of a wife, what she is and what she's supposed to do for her husband. Number 112 is a very painful one. Now, on the secular level, of watching too much TV or shows or things like that or spending too much time on the computer, on the internet and neglecting your wife or your children. But the truth be told, in the more ruchniistical realm, it applies also pertaining to things like night seder or other things or tzarchit zibber, which is beautiful. All those things are beautiful, but you have to make sure it doesn't come at the expense of your wife's quality time. That's a very, very important Side. And also, very often, in the physical intimate life, she wants it more, or she wants it with the emotional aspects, but she needs it. And very often, you know, we go here, we go there, we avoid it, and we need to, that's the oina, that's the mitzvah's oina, both the physical and the emotional, and we take time to provide that for her in a very serious way, to take vacations with her, to enjoy each other's company, and to work things out between the two of you. Okay, so this is, I did it very briefly, a little bit last year, a little bit this year, but look through these 120 or so items. And the idea behind it is, is when you understand your wife's feelings, that's more than half the battle to bring Shalom Bayes into your home. When you understand her emotions and you try to ask her questions about it and you explore it, that creates that healthy bond between the two of you. And that will help him grow, her grow greatly. The key to any marriage relationship is that the more loving and the more healthy you behave towards your wife, the more she will feel safe, and the more she will feel safe, the more she will return her love to you in the most beautiful way over time, once she knows she feels safe. And when she does not feel safe, the marriage declines. So you need to make her feel safe, which means accepting her vulnerabilities, accepting her weaknesses and being kind and forgiving towards them and not judge, being judgmental about them. It's a hard pill to swallow for us husbands, but very often, without us realizing it, that the state of our marriage, the way it is sometimes with our wife being 
distant or upset and so on, a lot of it is things that we self-generated, that we husbands created in the way we behave towards our wives. That creates this connection that is not a connection. It creates an unhealthy connection. It creates a certain negative vibe in the marriage. Remember, you cannot change another person. You can only change yourself. You try to change your wife. It's the biggest killer of marriage. It makes her feel unsafe. It makes her feel insecure. While if there's a deep friendship, a loving friendship, then they thrive. When a couple feels not safe with one another, they will drift apart and separate. When they feel safe with one another, they'll turn to each other in deep friendship and in beautiful intimacy. And the marriage can be transformed this way, in the most beautiful way. 99.9% of the time, when a husband is loving, when the husband is caring, when the husband makes sure to honor his wife greatly, she will not remain in that bad mood. She will not remain negative and unresponsive. Ultimately, she will respond kindly. And again, if you hurt her deeply, don't be discouraged if in the first few weeks or months of you doing, being at your best behavior and correcting everything if she's still skeptical. And don't spiral out of control if she's still skeptical. That's where Muna comes in. Know you're doing the right thing by treating your wife with more respect, with more dignity. Sooner or later, Bezit Hashem, she will realize it and respond in kind with great warmth. And if you did offend her and you did hurt her, you have to show genuine sorrow and regret. And to realize your wife is far too valuable to be treated in a, in a, in a way that has lack of kavod. Show that you're sorry for the offenses. Show that you're sorry for any Ainas Dvarim that you may have said. When a, when a woman hears her husband say, I'm sorry that I hurt you, and do you forgive me? She'll usually say, yes, I forgive you. Especially if she senses that she's, he's really, truly regretful. It's not a flippant, I'm sorry, you know, if you just say, I'm sorry, in a very immature way, she'll say, you sorry, you just sorry, sorry you got caught. Or whatever it was. But if you're genuinely sorry, and you try to change your behaviors, she'll accept it. And she'll be Michael, and she'll become warm to you again. But you have to truly mean it. Because it's not just words, of course. It has to be connected with true action, that your wives see the real changes in us and that your wives see real changes over time. She senses those real changes. Then she realizes the words were not just words, but they were backed up by positive action. It is very, very rare for a wife not to be responsive to her husband's sincere love. Remember that. You may not think this way because you think you are trying and she's not responding, but if you look deeply into yourself, read these things again, you realize where you're lacking and you start fresh 
and you start giving your wife true respect, true attention, true love, asking Mechila for the things you did wrong, working on making things as pleasant for her as possible, and you will see ultimately your wife will respond back in kind, and your marriage will be more deeper and more loving and more healing. And then one other thing that is very hard, but if you do it, you will see a marriage transform. And that is that you do the right thing no matter what your wife says or does. If she could be in the worst mood possible or not understanding it, or you're trying your best for the last three weeks to be the best husband you could be, and she's still cold, or she's still distant, or she's still not believing you that you've changed your ways yet. And it's not easy while you're experiencing this. You could get discouraged or frustrated. I'm really, really trying, and my wife's not acknowledging it yet. But the key really is, yeah, Masha, yeah, you do what is right no matter what, you do what is right, even if whether your wife is responding right now positively or not responding right now positively. And that is a very important point. Over time, she will respond. Similar to that plant, where it may take a little time um, to, to give it water consistently, make sure it's by the sunlight consistently. And then ultimately, things will grow. Ultimately, things will, will sprout into the most beautiful um, you know, thing possible. And that's very, very important. So again, on these two shiurim, this one and the last one, please look through this list. Make a cheshben anefesh. Look deep in the mirror, deep into yourself of what you need to correct. Because once you do that, it's and you correct these things, your wife will turn around 180 degree, degrees and shower upon you warmth and consideration when you change. When you change for the better, she'll ultimately change by osmosis. She'll ultimately ultimately respond in kind. Brachanatslacha.